0: Hey, welcome to the Sermonary Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Taylor, and today I want to talk about commentaries and three reasons why pastors should use commentaries. Look, the Bible is the foundation for every sermon that we write, but I recommend using some secondary resources too, and here's why. The Bible was written thousands of years ago, and it's been translated from its original languages. That means that there are parts that are hard to understand, even if you speak those languages, because they've changed meaning over time. So in addition to the primary source, pastors have turned to other resources like commentaries and articles on the passages that are written by other authors and scholars, as well as supplemental studies for their sermon prep. Here are three reasons why you as a pastor should consult the writings of other scholars, uh, other thinkers, who, like yourself, have wrestled with the Scriptures. In other words, here's three reasons why you should use commentaries when writing your sermons. The first reason is you are finite. Now, this one seems obvious, but think about it. Your brain can only retain a certain amount of information. The problem with studying the Bible and preparing sermons is that there are just too many things that you need to know uh, and and learn about before you can accurately begin to understand and preach the ancient text. You need a solid understanding of Greek and Hebrew, as well as an extensive background in hermeneutics, which is the science of interpreting Scripture. Uh, You need to understand exegesis, which is how we get the meaning of Scripture. Uh, You need to understand homiletics, which is how we preach the scripture. And all of this comes before you should even start studying specific books or passages themselves. Commentaries and extra biblical resources break down these barriers by providing the information that you need to know uh, to best study God's word and then preach it to your church. Great commentaries will help you understand the original writer's intentions, the culture of the day, and why specific words were choosing chosen in each passage so that we can better understand what God was trying to communicate. To the writer. Uh, The second reason is you need to have your opinions challenged. There are no doubt essential doctrines in the Bible, but scholars and theologians still disagree on a lot of secondary points when it comes to interpreting Scripture. Most likely, you formed your own opinions as well. Commentaries provide you with insight into the various perspectives that are held by serious students of the Bible. You might learn something new, you might change your mind on something, or uh, weighing conflicting views could further persuade you of your original position. It can make you more confident in the, in the position that you stand on, on specific doctrines. Either way, I believe you owe it to yourself and to your congregation to explore deferring viewpoints and even sometimes pre- present those deferring viewpoints in your sermons. And then the last one, number three, is you need accountability. Honestly, it would be foolish to only ever trust your personal interpretation of a passage of Scripture. We get this a lot. People comment on some of Sermonary's posts and ads on Facebook and say, um, you know, I don't need to use extra biblical resources. I don't need to use anything but the Bible because the Holy Spirit. Uh, I absolutely believe the Holy Spirit speaks to us and should be speaking to us, and we should be uh, listening to the Holy Spirit as we preach the Bible. But there are certain things that we just don't know about the ancient text, and it would be foolish, absolutely foolish for us to solely rely on our our personal interpretations of, of passages. But it can be tempting to go ahead and rely solely on our own insights when we preach our sermons. One helpful way to view the role of commentaries in sermon prep is that they keep you accountable. Uh, for example, consulting them can help, you give, uh, can, can help give you perspective or lead you down new paths for interpreting the, te- the text so that what you say reflects the whole story rather than just one side. Uh, it really keeps your bias in check, because for most of us, we have a Western view of Scripture. We need to remember that the Bible uh, and Christianity is, is is started out of the East. It's an Eastern religion. There are things that those of us in the West just don't understand about the culture, parts of that culture that still exist today. Uh, scripture does this, but commentaries gives us further help. Consulting them allows you to observe the theological reasoning of your peers, and this will encourage you to remain mindful of how your sermon material aligns contextually and systematically with the rest of Scripture. Here's the deal. We need to preach Scripture in its context, not in our context. We first need to preach it and understand it in its context so that we know how to apply it accurately and reasonably in our context. I think that this is a great benefit to your church when you use great commentaries. Um, you know, studying the Bible and teaching the Bible is it's, it's a very serious matter, but I don't want that to get you down because there's nothing wrong with asking for help. And one of the best ways to do this is by getting your hands on some helpful commentaries that will give you new insights into passages of Scripture. One of the ways that we try to help pastors do this is through ministry pass and sermonary. So if you're a ministry pass member, you know uh, that all of the sermon series come with sermon guides in them. We're not interested in writing sermons for pastors, uh, but we are interested in helping pastors write their best sermons. So we provide resources uh, through commentary summaries uh, that give some background of the passage that's being preached, as well as some illustration ideas uh, and other content that we think might be helpful, whether it's quotes from other scholars or pastors. Uh, that would help you put together a really great sermon for your church. We also have resources inside of Sermonary. So if you've checked out Sermonary or you're, a mem- or you're a member of Sermonary, you can click on that resources tab, and there's commentaries, there's book summaries, there's Bible background summaries that are in there that you could purchase uh, to go along with the sermons that you're preaching. We also sell this, uh, the sermon series that we uh, create in ministry paths, we sell those inside of sermon uh, sermonary so that you can purchase those individually if you want to. I encourage you to check that out. Uh, but at the very least, go find some really great commentaries. Uh, if you have any questions, join our Pastor Circle Facebook group and just search for the Pastor Circle on Facebook and uh, answer all the questions that are on there, because if you don't answer them, uh, we're, we're denying uh, the request for that. We want to make sure that people understand the rules of the group. But go in there and, and just ask a question, hey, what are some of your favorite commentaries to use when you preach? And I'll reply to that. Uh, We have a lot of pastors uh, that are in that group. In fact, I think that question may have already been answered, so you could even search and see what people have put on there. Uh, I have some of my favorites that I love, that I trust, uh, that are my go-to. And then when I'm preaching a ministry past sermon series, I definitely utilize those sermon guides that are in there. They are are incredibly helpful, and they save me so much time during the week uh, in preparation. So... Check those out, uh, and, uh, and and hopefully this is helpful for you. Hopefully it gives you the freedom to use commentaries and not feel bad about it. In fact, I highly encourage you to do it. Uh, so, so find some great ones, and I will see you next time.